It burns your parachute and it lights you on fire. It's a, it's a full circle. We got it all wrong, all wrong, all wrong. Selfish thinking so strong, so strong, so strong. The one to do be alone, alone, all alone. Yeah, baby. Come into my own, yeah. Y'all wanna ever go up north to the state shaped like a big old thumb? <laughs> Well, we're going to go this week's episode of Statehood to Maine, the thumb shape. You guys excited for Maine? I'm excited for Maine. I'm on the fence about Maine right now. I'm already that intro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going to be good. It's going to be a good state, boys. So we're going we're gonna to talk about Maine this week. And Maine, as I found, has just amazing facts. So we'll, we'll do my typical. We'll do that they were the 23rd state. I'm Anthony, by the way. 1820, do I? <laughs> I, I'm Anthony, and I, I'm I'm Will. Oh no, Hello. no, they know us by now. I'm Derek, your host. You got you got Anthony, and you got Will. This is gonna be a fun night, guys. It's gonna be a good night. I'm breaking all the rules. Breaking rules. Here's a here's a fun thing, a fun uh, state fact I found, guys. Do you want to know what the beverage of Maine is? The beverage of Maine. The beverage. Take a guess, because I I will put thirty one dollars down that you guys cannot get. <laughs> What the beverage of Maine is without looking it up. Lobster bisque. Lobster. <laughs> lobster bisque is the beverage. I like it. Okay. And this is lobster bisque. Lobster. Will. Um, I want to say some kind of coffee. Hazelnut coffee. It's moxie. Moxie? You got a lot of moxie, kid. I don't even know what moxie is. Moxie? You don't know what moxie is? No. Moxie is a orange canned soda. That is a man pointing from behind the word moxie, typically at the person drinking the soda. Interesting. <laughs> I will drop a logo in so you guys can see the logo. You have this logo pre-prepared. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Do I have it? That is moxie oh. soda. <laughs> oh, yep. You it got looks a lot of as moxie. old as it sounds. Yep. That's that's what the guy is pointing at you about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's questioning what you did to his wife. He does look very accusative at me, but the can doesn't have the man. It doesn't have the man, but the logo everywhere else is that man. You feel threatened by him. <laughs> so that's Moxie. I thought that was a fun little thing. But before we talk about the man in the can, let's go to our favorite Florida state, and that is Lightning Round. <laughs> favorite Florida state. <laughs> favorite Ew. Florida state. Florida man. Florida man. Here we go. A possum hits rock bottom, breaks into a liquor store to drink alone. Hmm. I mean... What else does he have going for him? Man arrested for refusing to identify himself as Florida Man. What? <laughs> nope. Nope, not from here. It says on your driver's license you're from here. Sir, you're wearing you're wearing tights underneath what looks like just a a sweeper jacket with a big F on your chest. <laughs> says for Florida Man. <laughs> Woman dressed as turkey arrested for shoplifting. They'll never suspect me being a turkey. Was this during Thanksgiving? I will tell you, it was November. Oh, okay. At least it's festive thematic. spirit. Yep. The little thing underneath says, she said, I was hoping to wear my costume to court. Oh, <laughs> oh my. 
contractor fakes death to avoid paying customers. <laughs> oh, sorry, I died. Wait, <laughs> paying customers? Yeah, it says contractor fakes death to avoid paying customers. So he apparently, a little bit into this, he charged someone $13,000 to renovate their winter home and he never got it done. I oh. see. That would I make see. more sense. It says, after weeks of being hounded, he sent a text message to his daughter saying, I have died. <laughs> <laughs> Makes <See>? sense to me. <laughs> yeah, nothing weird here. Here's a nice Florida. Airplane wing damaged after alligator attack. Uh, for whatever reason, I'm picturing like the sci-fi movies. Oh, Killer Croc or something? Yeah, Killer Croc oh, versus no. Giant Spider or whatever. <laughs> whatever okay. those things normally are. I've never actually seen any of those movies. I've never watched them either, but I've passed them while scrolling all the time. Low-budget Godzilla movies. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's a quick description. The first thing says, it's been blank days since an airplane ran into an alligator. Sign says, back to zero. <laughs> <laughs> it was an 11-foot alligator that jumped from the runway and attacked the wing. The 500-pound beast died on impact. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would think so if you're jumping in front of a wing of a plane. <laughs> Why are alligators just so upsettingly large sometimes? You want to you know what the, fun, the, the worst part about this? This was the first time since 2013 that something like this happened. Oh, they were going for such a long time. That's a length. Almost, almost, almost there. Golf cart chop shops pops up in villages. Interesting. Golf cart chop shop. Oh, the villages as in like the retirement home or the oh, community. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Because everyone there rides around on golf carts That's like everyone. They, yeah. yeah, the little description says a... <laughs> okay, hold on. So <laughs> I didn't read this part. The villages, the retirement community best known for STD outbreaks in the golf carts, has found evidence of an underground golf cart chop shop. <laughs> Well, guys, if podcasting doesn't work out, I know our next get-rich-quick scheme. That's hilarious, though, because, yeah, like, they spend thousands of dollars on these custom golf carts. Good Samaritan takes stranger who shot himself in penis to the hospital. Oh, my. Is this, uh, is this on purpose? Or was this, like, a Plexico Burst situation? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too soon. Um, So the description is, a man actually shot himself in the dick. Wow, it actually says in the dick. (laughs) In his car while looking at people. Okay, that's this whole... (laughs) That's the sentence? That's That's the the written sentence. That's the written sentence. (laughs) Shot shot the dick while looking at people. (laughs) Oh, my. And the very last one. Man runs naked through a woman's home, stops to try on her clothes. This has to be fueled by some kind of substance, right? Hopefully. That's my guess. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't want to dive too much into it, but it says that sometimes this person just tries on people's clothes for fun, but usually they're not home. So oh that gives my. you any kind of indication who this man is. <laughs> you weren't supposed to be home. <laughs> <laughs> this was my time with your clothes my time get out of my house no this is my house all right boys so let's dive back into Maine. and for you today i have a treat we're gonna play main knowledge the quiz game oh, no. and i want to see how in touch you are with the state of Maine. how is this gonna work i'm gonna ask you five questions i'm gonna give you multiple choice on it and i want you two to Together, pick the correct answer, and I will tell you how far off you may or may not be. 
I will warn you, if you do not do well in the quiz, it does tell you at the end, what are you, from Massachusetts? So apparently there's some beef between Maine and Massachusetts I don't know about. Oh, no. Uh, okay, so we're working together on this? You're working together. I want you two to collectively tell me what the best answer is. This is okay. either going to be actual general, like, Maine knowledge, or it's just going to be the most not. obscure stuff. Yep. I'm, yeah, I'm leaning towards the latter. Question number one. Oh my. Which insect infests the city of Belfast this year, causing itchy burning rashes on people that it came into contact with? The options are the brown-tailed moth caterpillar, pine swafly, or the Asian longhorn beetle. Is it... Hmm. <laughs> Will, I'm thinking it's B. The pine swafly? Yeah, I'm going to go with that too. All right. So pine swafly is the answer to one. We'll click on that. Just keep it up. You're not going to tell us each time if we're right and wrong? Oh, we're going to do a recap. Don't you worry. I'm going to tell you how many you got right. Question number two. Which Booth Bay Harbor establishment did former Governor Paul LePage bartend at this summer? The answers are A, O'Puffins, B, the Bucket O'Chowder, or C, McSeagles. These are all just sat on the water. Oh, what was C? McSeagles. McSeagulls. Uh-huh. I want it to be the first one. What was it? O'Puffins? O'Puffins? O'Puffins. You guys think the collective answer is O'Puffins? I want I it to be O'Puffins, but I don't think it is. It's gotta have chowder in the name. It's gotta. Bucket O' Chowder? Okay. We're going B again. Is that again. the collective answer is B, Bucket O' Chowder? I think we're going B again. Okay, Bucket O' Chowder. Anthony, you, you agree? He's on B the fence. Chowder. It's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number three. The giant rotating ice disc in the Prescumpscus... Prescumpscus got? This is a really long river. And Westbrook attracted a lot of attention this past winter. What did one New Jersey man do that nearly destroyed it? So an ice float in the river. Here's his, your options. Tried to carve a peace sign into it with a chainsaw. Tried to organize a narrowly averted flash mob on it. And spray painted aliens land here on it. What is your uh, guess? A floating, rotating ice disc in the river. What would this man do to it? I feel like a flash mob wouldn't do it. But I like the idea of a flash mob. <laughs> I also like jet. the idea of a flash mob floating on ice that I'm presuming is wet. Wet ice. Just people slipping and sliding everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll do flash mob. I, no, I'm, I don't I'm, know if that's I'm, our answer. Yeah, we're we just like saying we idea. like the idea. Oh, you like it? Okay. I'm going to go with chainsaw. So, chainsaw I like chainsaw. Chainsaw peace sign? Chainsaw peace sign, okay. The spray painting, I don't think that would do it either. I don't think that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Question number four. Which legendary, annoying sci-fi character did a Portland man get a huge back tattoo of, making headlines this year? A. Wesley Crusher from the Star Trek The Next Generation. B. Jar Jar Binks from the Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Or C. Ruby Road from The Fifth Element. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I feel sorry for whoever got a Jar Jar Binks tattoo. Yeah, but you know those people are out there. What's your answers? I want it. I'm not too familiar with the other two. I feel like it's got to be Ruby. Yeah, because Star Trek The Next Generation is just awful. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> the Jar Jar one, the Jar Jar one is too, it's too simple. I feel like the, the Ruby one is, yeah. it's obscure enough that it wouldn't have made the list otherwise. And we haven't guessed C yet, so. I don't think we have, no. The answer, your answer is Ruby Red. Going middle school, multiple choice, rule of thumb. <laughs> we just haven't guessed this one in a while. Your fifth and final question. Which coastal main town this year 
finally found a way to dispose of 27,000 tons of old carpet, more than 20 years after it first was dumped at the abandoned rifle range. Is it A, Warren, B, Searspot, or C, Nobleboro? <laughs> Nobleboro. <laughs> what, what was dumped at a rifle range? Carpet? 27,000 tons of old carpet. That's a lot of carpet. Of old carpet. Of old carpet. After it sat there for 20 years. 27,000 tons? And this made for news. 20 years. Yes. And what town? Warren, Seasport, Nobleboro. I like the name of the last one. I also like the name of the last one. That does not mean Maybe it's our answer. C. No. Uh, I I think we're okay with going with that. You think we're okay with going with that? All right, I'll concede. <laughs> all right, well, no, we'll borrow. Submit your, this is your quiz. They're all shots in the dark anyway. Boys, you scored one out of five. Are you <laughs> sure you're not from Massachusetts? Believe it or not. <laughs> Believe it or not. Oh, my I goodness. will tell you, the one you got right was the chainsaw ice ring. Mm. See, that's the only one that made sense. Was the bar O'Puffin? O'Puffin. It was McSeagulls, I believe. Oh, McSeagulls. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to go through and read these headlines because well, I'll skip over a few because they're kind of some more boring. But there's a couple ones that are solid articles that we will touch on. So the first one we're going to talk about is the first question, which was what was the invasive species that caused swelling and rashes? That is the brown-tailed caterpillar. It woes as it hits Lake Erie in the Camden area. So I'm going to send this video of this caterpillar to you. And you can kind of get is an idea cute? of how bad these caterpillars are. Is it fluffy? Like the, the audience will be left out. It looks like somebody just drove through like a cow field. It looks like a bunch of poop. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. So the reason why this is such an issue is not by sheer numbers. The problem with the caterpillars is when you come in contact with them by area, they have toxic hairs all over them oh, that's fun so if you're at a lake and someone steps on one then the toxins get in the air and then everyone gets highs essentially all over their bodies oh, that's... so what oh, was no. happening people were driving through the parks with their windows down running them over and the car would fill up with the toxic oh. hairs and the whole family would get <laughs> oh, no. these rich it was nice rashes huh wow so terrible that's what that, yeah it's not good yeah what a just was the... bastard of a little insect i know right now for question number two, where did Governor LaPaul go for his new job? And the answer was McSeagulls. McSeagulls. And there's a nice picture of the senator saying, senator? crew, eat, governor? drink, and flounder. Huh? Governor? Governor, yes, okay. my bad. And we'll send a picture of the governor for you. Nice fun man. He, he does look like a fun guy. A fun eat, governor. drink, and flounder. Just for the halibut. Do <laughs> <laughs> you catch uh, halibut in Maine? I guess you would. They wouldn't make a shirt of it otherwise. I know you catch it in Alaska. The answer to the back tattoo was the infamous Jar Jar Binks. Goodness. Oh my God, that is that's a, a nightmare. That doesn't even look like a tattoo. That looks like somebody Audience, photoshopped it is his whole this. back. That is the entire back. That looks like a really well done Photoshop. That's such a detailed and horrifying picture. Yeah, it's a creepy smile. And I also want to point out that he is giving two thumbs up. <laughs> I thought he was holding something out, and I couldn't make out what his hands were no, doing. Now I see the two thumbs. thumbs up. <laughs> it's his thumbs up. Oh, just the level. They've got yeah, every horrid. wrinkle on his face. Oh, this is going to haunt my dreams. And on to our fifth question, which was the ice rink in the, the ice disc. So the man attempted to carve a peace sign into the main ice disc, but he fell into the river instead. And died. And had to get 
Well, he got really bad hypothermia and had to be pulled up by the local uh, fire department. Oh, okay. Brought a rescue chopper so, out. I mean, I figured that he fell in and then, you know, you're in the water with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> in freezing cold water with a chainsaw that was probably still running for just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It wasn't the greatest idea, but it is a really cool phenomenon, though. Is that picture on the left, like, of it with a hole in it? Or is that no, just what it just looks like? like? That's just what it looks like. It's so pretty. Yeah, it looks like a moon floating through the river. I like how the fire department guy trying to get out to him is using a hatchet. (laughs) 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 It would have been funny if the guy would have like lifted the chainsaw up out of the water. (laughs) Here, use this. (laughs) I present to you the Excalibur chainsaw from the river. (laughs) And here's our final one. This is the main town to recycle 27,000 tons of carpet. So this was in Warren, Maine, not Nubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubbubb
So this was before cell phones, and the, the biggest thing was people yes. walking into traffic with their violins out. Pretty much. And now they have a cell phone law. Exactly. Actually, I don't Back. think so. I think this law was created about the time that Heelys came out. Because <laughs> uh, uh, sounds like a bad, bad case right there. You put a violin player on some Heelys and send them down the road. That sounds like a great, like, I, I would watch videos of that on YouTube, of people just healing while playing the violin. That sounds awesome. Sounds like a good Vine. It does sound like a good Vine or a good TikTok. I was going to say, what's Vine? <laughs> <laughs> For the older generation listening, they'll understand. Ah. In Portland, Maine, there is a law that you cannot tickle a woman's chin with a feather duster. <laughs> I like fish uh-huh. in the town instead of like guns they have feather testers at the hip and walk on and go and then they run off so far you can't walk down the street playing a violin and you can't have fun with feather dusters in Maine this sounds like a boring and classy state was that that much of a problem <laughs> <laughs> the, there's the real question yeah like what were people doing they had a guy like Jack the Ripper but instead of just this horrible <laughs> nightmare human that haunted the city streets at night it was just this dude named chuck who ran around with feather dusters taped to his hands and just started tickling people <laughs> taped to his hands <laughs> <laughs> not holding with the handles provided he taped it that way he got a speedy getaway all, all so far all of these laws sound like they were made in like the mid 1800s yeah <laughs> probably it is illegal in bidford i must say bidford 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 it, it's b-i-d-d-e ford so i'm gonna say bidford bidford it is illegal to ride a bike or skate of any kind on the sidewalks punishable by a ten dollar fine it's like oh i was gonna say 10 years in prison <laughs> ten dollar fine is not that bad right no it's it's not bad but it's obnoxious how would you feel if you were just riding your bike down the street and a cop stopped you and said hey off the street <laughs> also that'll be ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> You think you had to pay the $10 on the spot? That's or what I'm are wondering. you allowed to go to court and fight this? I was also wondering the same thing. He's, he's like one of the change meters, like the meter maids, and he's got like the change belt. He's like, give me your money. He's throwing quarters at the person. Sir, it's 2020. I don't have any cash on me. Well, it's too bad. Looks like you're going downtown. What about my bike? It's the city's now. He just throws it like in a creek. <laughs> He's like, that's right. Riding on the street, getting the cop car. Next time you'll think about where you're riding that bike. <laughs> to hell. In Waterboro, you are not allowed to have a leash for your dog that is longer than eight feet. Longer? Yes. I mean, that's mo- at that point, after eight feet, you're pretty much walking him off a leash. You're not really controlling him at that What point. if I have one of those retractable leashes that can go out go. to like 20 feet and I see the cop coming and... <laughs> Just retract it back to eight and be like, just say rip it and you rip your dog back and yo yo's back to you. Here's a really weird one. Just in Maine in general, it is illegal to jump out of an airplane once it is already in flight. I don't believe in skydiving. Makes Apparently. sense. Apparently, you're not allowed to skydive in Maine. Yeah, this like the first pilots like ever try airplanes in Maine were just like, I don't know how to get out. I can't land. They just started jumping out. And they're like, no, you just got to stay in the plane until it reaches the <laughs> ground. Stop jumping out of them. Also skydiving. Now, I mean, there are a lot of trees in Maine. So. That's a good point. <laughs> it's a very forested area. <laughs> Go in the water. They're right by the ocean. Also true. Got a lot of coastline in Maine. Um, <laughs> land, skydive into the ocean, <laughs> and then swim to shore. Yep. Sounds like a great idea. 
Sure, you just detach the parachute. No way that that could possibly go wrong with like your feet getting tangled in the cords or something. <laughs> that's what that's what the little inflatable like vice cord is on the uh, the airplanes. You pull that when you hit the water, and you bob them down. The flare goes off. Oh my! And the flare goes off. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it burns your parachute and it lights you on fire. It's, uh, it's a full I don't circle. remember seeing a flare on those inflatable life vests. <laughs> you don't fly the same airlines I fly. Derek flies the fun airlines that <laughs> rattle when you take off. Yeah. <laughs> the one where the, pl- the pilot says, good luck, everybody, and he takes off. All right. I've got one more, and this one's actually fairly neat, and I, I want to look it up, but I'm not going to. In Maine, billboards are not allowed. I did say that. I did say that oh. in researching the state. Yeah. What other state so, have we done that? Vermont? New Hampshire? Which one was it? I know you can't. I know billboards and like those... Like high, like say uh, McDonald's like highway sign or whatever that just stands up fifty feet so you can see it from anywhere. Um, I know those aren't allowed in Austin, Texas, but I don't know about. I don't remember us reporting on. It was one Vermont, like this. by the way. I was gonna... It was definitely Vermont. Yeah. Okay. So fairly close. New England doesn't like their billboards. Apparently, is that? I think they have a lot of trees. Yeah. Is that just a thing with the the northeast portion of the United States? I mean, it's cleaner, less clutter. I think it's like just to beautify nature. Yeah, Ooh, take that, one. take down all those tacky signs. Speaking of nature, oh you no, know my next article. Nature's oh, no. neat. I'm scared. Nature's pretty neat. Not this nature guy, but nature's <laughs> neat. Nature guy, nature guy, Bigfoot boys. Have you ever enjoyed a nice campfire? Yes. Yes. Have you ever like enjoyed sitting around with friends at a campfire? Yes. Yes, but apparently I was just insulted about that the other night. It's true. <laughs> Though, if me- if memory serves, a bonfire in Derek's backyard is actually how Anthony and I met. That is true. Probably. That is a true yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first time we actually hung out, the three of us. Oh, yeah. Oh, campfires. Now, here's my story. Main man accused of emerging from woods with a hunting knife and threatening group sitting around campfire. I'm just picturing one of those giant survival knives. <laughs> like an Australian man would pull out of his boot. <laughs> it was reported that three people were ca- around a campfire when a man came running out of the woods with a hunting knife, screaming, you stole my stuff, accused them of threat, and threatened to stab them. Checks out to me. <laughs> oh my. This man has I'm, been removed from society for a long time. The dynamic of you're like enjoying yourself, and a man comes out of the woods with a knife, screaming, you stole my stuff, is just horrifying. There's only probably... one thing that could have happened here. That was he, his wood. He's somehow a time traveler. <laughs> and there were people that stole his stuff in that exact spot maybe like 50 years ago and he somehow time traveled to the future came running out you stole my stuff but it's the different people it's 50 year later people here's here's my take similar concept but he was camping in that spot a week beforehand got lost in the woods and when he returned these people had arrived but the people who managed the campsite removed the other man's stuff and so when he came back, he just assumed <laughs> that they took all his stuff. Ah, I see. No, that can't can't be possible. It's, That's it's too straightforward. Time well. traveler. <laughs> time traveler. Of course, of course. A Lebanon man is facing charges after allegedly threatening people with a knife. At approximately one a.m. on Tuesday, Maine State Police received a report of a man threatening to stab multiple people in Lebanon. It was reported that three people were sitting around a campfire when a man came running out of the woods, screaming, "You stole my stuff." accused them of theft and threatened to stab all of them multiple times. Oh. 
Oh. That's yeah. The man then took off, running back into the woods with a knife and was reportedly pacing back and forth the edge of the property, weeping about his stolen goods. Wow. This man found something in that woods. See, when you started the more detailed story of what happened, I thought that this was an entirely separate article about someone different. <laughs> I was thinking that Maine had a lot of knife problems. <laughs> <laughs> Maine State Police Troopers along with two Berwick police officers responded to the scene. The troopers and officers quickly located the man, who they said was still in the woods at the edge of the caller's property with a knife. The situation was successfully de-escalated, and the man, we'll call him Jimmy, was taken into custody without injury. Jimmy was then transported to the York County Jail, where he was charged with a Class C criminal threatening with a dangerous weapon, and his bail was set at $5,000. Yeah, I'd call that a dangerous weapon. <laughs> Did he ever say what the stuff was that was stolen? The only thing the end says, he may have been on drugs. I was going to say, did he mm. find psychedelics in the forest? I'm going to assume he was eating mushrooms in the woods and got a little freaked out. I mean, if you're a time traveler, it would sound like you're on drugs trying to explain to someone true. how you've time traveled. That's also very true. I ate so many mushrooms I time traveled. <laughs> the key, guys, I don't know why scientists are doing this. We just got to eat a bunch of mushrooms and we'll time travel. The title to this one is called... Outfoxed. Maine woman wrestles rabid fox that attacked, seals it in a pot. In a pot? Seals it in pot. Seals it in a pot. How do you get a fox in a pot? You tell me. Wow. Um, <laughs> I feel like you gotta like bait it in, but at the same time, I like the imagery of her just running around chasing the fox with a pot until she eventually just like puts it over top of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will tell you, this article, I... Picked it for her quotes. Oh, that tells no. you anything about what I'm about to read. Her quotes. Mm. What she told reporters. What she... <laughs> oh, boy. I I'm, I'm going to assume that this fox did this lady no wrong. Or at least that will be our assumption as we read her quotes further and further. Ooh. The article? Yes. Says. Yes. A main woman used some sly moves to subdue a rabid fox that attacked her Thursday morning, wrestling an animal and dropping it into a pot used for scalding chickens. Scalding chickens? For scalding chickens. That is the use of this pot. Scalding chickens. I don't know much about farm terminology in any sense, <laughs> but that sounds torturous. It does. Is it just a scalding pot like when you finally get the chicken ready to be like prepared? You like pop it in there with like oil and it cooks the whole thing? Is that a scalding no pot? Idea. I honestly have no idea. I've never cooked a chicken in that fashion, if that is a thing. I have not either. Neither have we'll I. We'll call this lady Lauren. Lauren of Gray was guarding at home when she saw a fox. That was not unusual since Lauren and her husband raised chickens and are used to chasing the predators away when they venture too close. When Lauren ran towards the fox, waving her hands, the animal did not retreat. It charged, ready to do battle. Lauren stepped up and the fox stepped back. <laughs> this fox just got up and flexed and was like you coming at me i come at you are you stepping are you stepping here's her first quote thinking back on it now the fox was mangy stanky fox oh no she's this uh, kind of lady i googled it scalding chickens it's like like after you've already killed the chicken to then good. okay that's pluck good. the feathers it's a lot easier if you scald it first so, yes, dunking it in boiling water, basically, loosens up the feathers. Okay. Yeah. But you don't do it to a live chicken. So. That's good. 
Well, that's the challenge. We avoid animal abuse here. <laughs> yeah. That stinky fox, said Lauren. I ran toward it with my hands flailing, yelling at it. Instead of taking off, it came at me. Not wanting to wrestle a fox, Lauren tried kicking it. <laughs> Lauren sounds like she has a wild look in her eyes. Like she's <laughs> always on edge. <laughs> and like trying to kick at the same time while she's running with her hands in the air. This must have been terrifying for the fox. For yeah, the, fox. Right. the fox attacked because he was terrified. The persistent fox continued its attack and eventually bit Lauren on the hand. Mm. As one does. So now she has the rabies. Here's her next quote. I thought uh, I will kick it. It came back. Is it phonetically spelled in the way that you just spoke? Ooh, wow. 100%. <laughs> oh, I my. thought I, I will kick it. It came back. Yeah. Sometimes when you attack an animal, it does not run away. It fights back. <laughs> the only way out is through. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was her logic. I think that was the fox's logic. <laughs> I was going to say. It kept coming back, and I kept kicking it. It jumped. I was wearing yard gloves, thank goodness. I really would have been injured. It jumped up and bits my hands. It bits my hands. <laughs> it's my hands. <laughs> oh, no. My hands, husband. It bits my hands. I think I already found the, the title for this article, for this episode. It bits my it hands. It bits my hands. <laughs> Done did bits my hands. <laughs> Lauren managed to grab the fox by its neck and found a pot used for scalding chickens. She then dropped the fox into the cauldron, covered it, and called 911. Sensible thing to do. I wasn't really thinking, Lauren said. You don't really think when that sort of thing happens to you. No, that's fair. Honestly, if, if you're squaring up against a fox, even if you're the one who initiated it, you're thinking, how do I stop this as fast as possible? <laughs> and then adrenaline just takes over. Here's our next quote. Let me try to choke this fox and strangle it to death. That's oh. sort of what I ended up trying to do. I wouldn't back down. It was just fighting so hard. Oh, man. just the I know what it's like when I pick up one of my cats and it doesn't like to be held. I can only imagine what a wild fox does to get free of somebody's grip. That had to hurt like hell. <laughs> There's so... The ambulance shows up after this incident. She calls someone. The ambulance shows up. Mm -hmm. She goes, the ambulance took... Lauren to a hospital where she received five rabies shots. Good. One in each limb and her neck. At the hospital, Lauren reports, at the hospital, people kept saying, are you the one who wrestled the fox? <laughs> I said, it's certainly not how I expected my day to go. <laughs> I, want, I want to meet this woman. I want to see the crazy in her eye. Oh, I bet there's crazy in that eye. It's only one eye. The that other eye. one eye. <laughs> yep, the other eye. The other eye was scratched out by the fox. Yeah. <laughs> The fox was trapped by game wardens and took to Augusta for confirmation of rabies. Lauren was released from the hospital Thursday afternoon. This is her final quote, and I want you I want you to take this quote in and like live by her motto. Oh no. Thinking back now, I don't think I could have handled it any differently. It was intent on attacking. It's not like an alligator wrangling where you can position yourself to get the alligator a certain way. I've just never had to wrestle a fox before. But she's had to wrestle an alligator? Oh my. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. She's in yeah, so thank God for Lauren. She is an amazing, amazing This was actually woman. a Florida woman that moved to Maine <laughs> after a lifetime like of alligator wrangling <laughs> and then got attacked by this fox or attacked this fox. It sounds like she was the one that ran at it. <laughs> yep. It sounds like she attacked the fox. <laughs> but is probably thinking, not again. 
<laughs> I'm, I moved up here to get away from this life. This is so much harder than Gators. <laughs> yeah, I, this lady is a hero for wrestling all these wildlife that apparently some of the yard that she runs at and they're forced to attack her. But, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. For our final main article tonight. Main as in like main topic or main the main, state? Main the state. Okay. I want everyone to watch this show that's coming out very soon. And I want you to learn to live life like this woman I'm about to talk. Are we sponsored? We are not sponsored. I'm not going to tell you where the show's airing. Okay. I'm just going to say go find the show and I want you to watch it. Call to action to our audience. <laughs> this is the... The title for the article about the show. Reality show about Maine Moose Poop Woman debuts tonight. What? Why? What? Maine Moose Poop Woman. Now, let me ask Those you, boys. Those four words do not equal TV show. Oh, okay, Honey Boo Boo was a TV show for how many years? That's fair. I want you to tell me why she's famous for her moose poop. She makes it into skincare products. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I want to say she just collects it and leave it at that already upsetting assumption. <laughs> just as a fucking closet full. The show, the show is based upon a main woman who has built a business around moose poop creations. Will debate. Oh, will... she uses it like clay. Oh, oh, wow. No. This woman, I'm not even going to give her a fake name. We're just going to let it fly. This woman makes some pretty creative novelty items, including moose poop clocks poopsicles, poop mobiles, and more. Wow. The creativity... Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Poopsicles? Poopsicles. It's poop and the word sickles. I just hope it's like resin and like shaped like icicles. I don't want it to be anything else. He doesn't sanitize the poop for your enjoyment? <laughs> can you? <laughs> I don't know. Is I that a movie thing? Dodgeball. You can drink piss because it tastes good. Because it's sterile. <laughs> Also it's not advisable. I like the taste. Patches open. The creativity hand. of this woman and her team of helpers is a limitless supply of moose scat in Maine. And that's good because this woman is going to need lots of scat. The country gets all the poop and all the cool things she makes. This is just unfortunate. Mm -hmm. It should not be glamorized into a TV show. Her fame first began when the Common Ground Fair feature video of this woman talking about her business. So picture someone at a fair, and they're like interviewing people, like, "Hey, what do you what do you hear for like you know the arts festival? I what make you poop here? art. I take, I make poop. I make shit art. <laughs> Not my shit, moose shit. There's that that fair on a particularly hot day. There had to just every person in a mile radius must have just been thinking, "What on earth is that smell?" <laughs> so here's a little more. Uh, she was featured in this video talking about her business. She's a very engaging person who talks passionately about her moose poop. <laughs> she hopes this will bring her family a fortune. Oh, my. A fortune. And this might happen after her reality show. Can you guess the name of the reality show? Go. <sighs> Gotta give me a second. Poo art. <laughs> poo art? Okay. It does have poo in the title, I'll tell you that. Well, it has a form of... The word a form of the word poo in the title a form or like a synonym um it's a cinnamon definitely a cinnamon, a cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. It's definitely a cinnamon cinnamon moose scat that's how she makes it smell uh, good but supposed to cinnamon i want to say it's like scat queen of maine or something like that something <laughs> awful <laughs> something just terrible <laughs> 
All right, we got Pooh Works, and we get the Scat Scat Queen of Maine. The name of her show is Turdy Works. I hate Turdy it. Works. There was no, Turdy there was works. no good answer. I hate that one. Oh, <laughs> the show will be introduced at 10 p.m. at this date. It'll be introduced to her wife, her helpers, and the bitch on the hill. Is how the description of the show is. Oh. I don't know who the bitch on the hill is, but I hope it's not this sweet lady. Probably. The bitch on the hill is their sensible neighbor who is imploring yeah. that they stop what they're doing. The one who's not a fan of the poo art. Exactly. <laughs> Here's the image I'll send you, boys. I don't want any images of any of this. Oh, no. <laughs> She does look crazy. No. It looks like she found a great hobby. She looks like the kind of person (laughs) that if you were to engage her in conversation, you would regret it not even a minute into talking to them. I don't know about that. That seems a little. I'm a shallow person. Leave me alone. A little unfair. (laughs) I'm a judge. I'm a a prejudiced person against crazy looking people. And before we wrap up tonight and do our final article, I'd like to list off movies and TV celebs from Maine. I feel like there's probably an unexpected number of these. First one is Patrick Dempsey, one of the mains on Grey's Anatomy. Hmm. That makes sense. That make Does it? Yeah. <laughs> Does it? He looks New Englandish. <laughs> Next one, Liv Tyler oh. is from Maine. Oh, wow. Next one is Aaron Andrews is from Maine. Aaron Andrews. The reporter? The reporter Aaron Andrews is from Maine. The next person from Maine, Stephen King. Interesting. That no. does make sense. That does make sense. You can see him out out in the woods at a cabin just writing these. Yeah. His He's books. got that. His books all have like a New England spooky feel. They do. Like small, small town. Mm-hmm. Small Pet wooded cemetery. towns. Yeah. And the final celebrity from Maine, Anna Kendrick. And that's it. That's all of them. Wow. No other celebrities. <laughs> There's a few other ones, but I don't know who they are. Yeah, Ju- oh, Judd Nelson. Do you know Judd Jud Nelson? <laughs> Judd, my boy Judd. You also got Greg Finley. Don't know who Greg Finley is. I'm sorry, Greg, if you listen to the show. Well, thank you, everyone. That was Maine. I'm going to leave us on one last article to uh, let everyone just know that we're a good podcast. I just, that, was a, <laughs> that was a statement and a thought. We're <laughs> a don't great, know how to re- good podcast. I don't know how to follow it. <laughs> here's, the, uh, here's the last article. We're going to call this one, this is going to be from the Florida State, because I read this one, and I can't not read it this week. Family wakes up to 15 pounds of flying sausage. <laughs> 15 pounds of flying sausage. What does that mean? Wakes up. Just wakes up to it. Just <laughs> honey, honey, what is that sound? It sounds like birds hitting the window. What is happening? 15 pounds of flying. <laughs> How many 15-pound birds have hit your window? That's a sizable bird. No, I'm thinking I imagine this, it's this 15 pounds of sausage. It was like breaking the sound barrier when it passed. <laughs> <laughs> the sonic boom woke him up right before it impacted the wall. <laughs> honey, is that a missile? Kids science project. <laughs> Here's here's the fun little description with it because I can't I, I I can't for whatever reason not share this description. When you want to see your childhood dreams of Mickey Mouse come to life, you go to what? Orlando. Okay. If you want to see Cloudy with a chance of meatballs in real life, move to Deerfield Beach. That's where one family woke up to 15 pounds of mysterious frozen Italian sausage falling on its roof. Mysterious they the frozen meat provider. Italian sausage. <laughs> 
they called the meat provider, written on the packages, who had no explanation. Well, I can imagine if you call the poor, like, dude somewhere else in the country that's just like, hey, why did all this sausage fall on my house? They're not going to know why. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm sorry, sir, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> it was... The, the answer is it was a Mythbusters show. <laughs> they were doing an experiment with firing frozen sausage out of a cannon. Yes. And they shot it. <laughs> it. Like, missed the target, just kept on going. And they said, hey, what's over there? Oh, don't don't worry about it. We're just not going to We're just yeah. not gonna worry about it. All right, is. pack it up. Time to go. <laughs> it's that moment in the show where something goes wrong, and they look at the camera, and I just do, like, the cut sign. Yep. Like, we don't want to <laughs> cut that of the episode we don't know where that frozen 15 pounds of flying sausages flew to we were never here we were, now we fade into the bushes well thank you everyone this was another exciting episode of statehood i've been your host this week derek followed by mr willie bow hello well goodbye and mr oh goodbye 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 everyone and mr anthony goodbye everyone <laughs> goodbye everyone <laughs> goodbye we're a hot mess any closing remarks from the two of you no no i'm good it's been a quiet week this was weird a quiet week. maine's weird yeah maine's weird and that's why we do this show so before we leave today i want to thank everyone for listening and watching and subscribing to our show and rating and liking we appreciate all you do we don't advertise on the show so everything that you do to support us and spreading our show is greatly appreciated we can't thank you enough uh, we also want to thank flip band for our intro and outro of all wrong once again, please go check out their EP when you get a chance. This amazing collection of songs that you can listen to on almost any platform. And I have enjoyed myself this Just week. want to clarify also, it's flip with an exclamation point for the eye. This is true. Yes, you have to search it that way. Otherwise, flip won't pop up. You definitely were flipping. It's flip with an upside down exclamation. Well, it's well, just a normal exclamation point. It's just a normal it's exclamation point. An upside down exclamation, exclamation point would be an eye. <laughs> Wow. He's a child. Thank you, everyone. He is a child. I'm a child. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Stay weird, America. Hey, everyone. We have an email. If you have any weird, wild, or crazy local headlines that you think we should talk about on this show, send it over to us at thisisstatehood, all one word, at gmail.com. Once again, that's thisisstatehood at gmail.com, all one word. Put your name and state in the subject line, and you may be featured in a future episode. Thanks.